0: day. Wherever you might be, lift your hands, clap your hands. In your home, wherever you might be today, praise the Lord for just a moment. Invite his glorious presence into your life. Let his healing be in your home today and the peace of God rule in your heart. I appreciate everyone joining us for this live stream broadcast this morning and I rejoice in the great saints of God in Pensacola. You're just the best. You're the best of the best. You're awesome people of God. And I know you would rather be here in the sanctuary, but alas, you're at home today. I'd rather you be here in the sanctuary. But be encouraged. Stay strong. Do your rule of five and learn how to do your daily devotion. Be a witness. Help any and all that you can. Be the church in this storm. We're going to get through this church, and we're going to come out better on the other side. The good news is, is we're reaching a lot of people that we wouldn't reach otherwise. This past week, through our live stream, we have reached almost 20 thousand people. That's more than attends our general conference and this this week and we're just one church and so you multiply that by many different churches and we're reaching people all over the world. Some 27 countries, some uh, all over the United States, people are tuning in to receive the Word of God. So we're going to continue our virtual revival next week Wednesday at 7 p.m., Brother Jerry Jones. Thursday at 7 p.m., Brother Daniel Strobel. Friday at 7 p.m., Josh Herring. And then Sunday morning again at 11 a.m., it will be yours truly, Brian Kinsey. And then Sunday at 6 p.m., Brian Parkey. Please remember to give. Giving is a part of our worship And we want the blessing of the Lord. We want the blessing of the Lord on this church and on our home. And giving is a part of our worship. And it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So you can give online by going to firstpent.org. Our offices will be open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And if you prefer to give your offering in person, you can drop your offering off at the annex. Now, I want you to hear the word of the Lord. And if you have your Bibles in your homes, I want you to get your Bibles. I want you to turn to Acts chapter 1 in verse 10. And I want you to receive the word. If your family is around you, I want you to bring them uh, uh, around you to where they can hear the word of God and they can receive this word today. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, "Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come again in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Now notice what Malachi 3.6 declares. For I am the Lord... I change not, therefore you sons of Jacob are not consumed. And then in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. My text for your consideration this morning is this same Jesus. The crisis doesn't change who Jesus is. Circumstances of our life doesn't change who Jesus is. He's still just the same. He can pour out His Spirit. He can fill people with the wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. He can heal. He can deliver. He can set free. He can still do everything the Bible declares He can do. This same Jesus I want you, if you can, just clap your hands unto the Lord and declare him to be king of kings and Lord of lords in your life. There's nothing as powerful as prayer. Prayer, when mixed with faith, works miracles. There's nothing more effective on this earth than the power of prayer. It is the far-reaching hand of God. It goes anywhere God goes, and it does anything that God does. Never underestimate what prayer can do when you combine it with faith. When you put prayer and faith together, you have a dynamic, explosive combination that ignites God's Word and can accomplish all of God's purpose. It can alter the course of nature. I still believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever if Jesus has ever changed any life, if Jesus has ever raised the dead, unstopped the deaf ears, and caused the dumb tongue to sing, I can assure you that Jesus can still do the same things today. God can heal viruses. God can deliver you from the fever. God can lift you up from the pit. God still controls the laws of the universe. And prayer has the power to move the heart of God. It can use every resource available that God possesses to bring to pass His purpose. The blessing of the Lord has been on our church, and I want to call your attention to that. The blessing of the Lord has been on our church, and it's still on our church. The blessing of abundance, of dominion, and multiplication. There's been too many testimonies, they've been rich. They've been real, and they've been refreshing. And this is a word that I want to speak to you this morning. Don't let go of your miracle. Don't let go of your promises. Don't let the devil cheat you out of your praise, out of your worship, and out of your joy. Because we are a people of faith, and the crisis has not changed our faith. Our faith is still in the Word of God and in the truth of Jesus Christ. I don't care how desperate it may look. I don't care how dire the situation. You can take this book called the Bible and pray the word. Tell God, I'm not standing on a preacher's word. I'm standing on the word that has been written and settled forever in heaven. I stand on your word, God. Luke 18, 27 declares, and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. It's hard to believe sometimes when you're going through it and you're up to your eyeballs in trouble, but this is what Jesus said. It might be impossible with men, but it's possible with God. 1 John 5 and 4 declares, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith There's power in believing in Jesus Christ, but you have to set your will in motion. It's an act of your will. You have to declare it. You need to say it out loud to your family members around you. Turn to them and tell them, I believe Jesus is still the same. You might say, due to your circumstance, that the mountain is too high You might say that the circumstance is too devastating. I'm too hurt. It's impossible. But Jesus speaks with an infallible voice and an infallible word. The things that are impossible with man are still possible with God. If you know Jesus Christ and believe this to be the infallible word, then I don't care what's shaking your home. I don't care what's shaking our nation in the world. I don't care what your marriage might look like at this point. I don't care what your children might be doing now. God has given you a promise, and don't move off of that promise. Everyone else around you might say it's impossible. They're too far gone. It may be humanly impossible, but with God, it is still possible. And you can choose to believe. You can choose to praise the Lord. You can choose to say, I'm not going to quit. And I'm not going to give up. And I'm not going to let go of what God has spoken into my spirit. You may not be able to change anything. You can't save anyone. And you can't create miracles. But you can choose to believe. You can say, yes, I believe that Jesus is still the same. See, there's a positive and there's a negative faith. Doubt is simply negative faith. It just boils down to this. I either choose to believe it won't work or I choose to believe that it will work. And that's really the bottom line. God's going to answer your prayers. And it's in the power of your tongue to decide which one you choose. You've got to learn to speak what you believe. What you see and what you listen to and what we believe determines what we say. Because everybody lives by faith. Don't tell anyone you don't have faith because the Bible says just the opposite. You do have faith. The reason I know is Romans 12, 3 says, God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Habakkuk 2, 4, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. God wants us in our growth to learn how to function and live our life by faith. The reason, because without it, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you can in this world, with all of its corruption and turmoil, And if you can stand up and still declare, I believe, you will please God. The New Testament word faith comes from a root word which means assurance, confidence, belief. It means that you've got confidence in God. Does anybody have confidence in God? Does anybody feel in the Holy Ghost I don't know. I can't even explain it. But I feel the assurance that everything's going to be all right. I have a perfect peace that my God is faithful to his promises. And we haven't seen our greatest revival yet. And it just might be that this chaos has opened the door to our greatest revival ever in our history. If God spoke the worlds into existence, uh, then he can put a blessing of abundance in your life. And we must prove by our actions that we have faith. It's when things don't look good. It's when it looks like it's not going to happen. And when it seems like there is no answer that we can stand up and believe that God is going to provide and he's not going to let us down. I know that we got to believe in some things that we haven't seen yet. And we got to accept some things as if they've already happened, even though they haven't yet. And when you're in that waiting period, I understand it's very difficult to believe. But I'm reaching up. I'm holding on to those promises. And I know that no matter what happens, God's going to be with us. So I'm going to speak it. I'm going to expect it. I'm going to trust it. I'm going to praise it. I'm going to continue my faith in Jesus Christ until it manifests itself in my life. May not have manifested yet. The fullness of what I'm speaking may not be seen just yet. But the Word of God gives me the assurance that God is true to His promise and He is going to fulfill our expectation. It's that confidence that some way, somehow, God's going to see us through. Everyone lives by faith, whether it's negative or positive faith. You were created in God's image to operate in the same way that he does, through words of faith. Psalm 33 and 9 declares, for he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. God speaks and it will stand forever. And so I come against everything that's coming against your home. I come against this virus and everything that's happening in our nation, especially the panic and the fear that's being generated by everyone in the world that does not have faith. You see, our world is forsaken God. They don't want the voice of God speaking into their life any longer. That's why they have no authority. The only thing they have is Fear. And that's the reason why they've got to tell you the worst case scenario on everything and drag it to the very last mile into the mud because that's all they're about. They're about the mud and they're about the losing spirit of this world. But I say, church, we're going to win. We have authority over this and we ought to stand up against the panic. I claim by faith and I speak authority and I speak deliverance. I tell God what I want. And of course, God has his own mind and will about things. He can do things his own way and in his own time. And he may not necessarily do it the way I want him to do it, but the answer is going to come. May not be the answer I want, but it's going to be the right answer. And if I can trust that God's got my back, If I can trust that God's got my best interest at heart, it's going to be all right. God is too good to do wrong, and God is too wise to make a mistake. My faith is in Jesus Christ. He spoke, and it happened. He commanded it, and it stood fast. And I am here to say to you, church, you have the same authority. God not only spoke these words to create everything, He spoke them to sustain everything. God spoke and the universe came into being. And he's keeping on speaking. That means that he continues a proceeding word. That's why your world is messed up. is because they've silenced that voice. But I'm listening carefully. I'm listening for that voice in this place today. I'm listening and I hope that you're listening for that voice of faith and that it creates light in your heart. God is speaking into your spirit and nothing can sustain you better or greater than God's word. The weatherman can tell you what time sunrise is in the morning because of the power and the preciseness of God's word in creation. That same word can create a sunrise in your life today if you'll just pray, if you'll just ask for it if you'll invite him, that glorious presence of the King of glory. Keep on speaking it. And I know that sometimes it's very difficult because you get overwhelmed with negative emotions because you see everything happening and nothing you're speaking is coming to pass. And it's hard to keep on speaking, and I, I recognize that. But I want you to continue to speak in faith because listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 17:20, And Jesus said unto them, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. If God has promised something to you from his word, then you have the title deed to it. Even if it's not manifested itself yet, you have the title deed, you have the legal right to take it to a heavenly court. And put it up and say, God, this is what you said. Even if the circumstance does not agree, you still own the title deed. Even if it looks like right now the devil has the upper hand, but he does not possess the title deed to your promise, you have the right. And if you can take it before the judge of the whole universe and say, You gave me this title deed. You said that he that the son of man is set free is free in deed. (laughs) And you can take that deed and set it before the court and say, God, I believe that I don't belong to the devil. I belong to you. The word of faith is nigh thee in your heart. It's in your mouth, and that's the word that I speak. I think you ought to speak what's being preached this morning. I think you ought to put it in your mouth right now and say, I believe. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Close your ears to all this negative trash and let your faith prosper. Don't tell me God can't still heal. Don't tell me that God can't still save. Don't tell me that we can't have revival. We're going to see something good come out of this in Jesus' name. And God's wanting you to use your words to create it. So right now you need to start speaking it. Something good's going to come out of this. God's going to give us revival out of this. And, and the Lord's going to use you to do it. He's not going to have to call somebody from the ends of the earth because you have the faith. The seed's in you. The word's deposited in your life. You've got it in your heart. And all you need to do is express that by speaking it in faith. Because it doesn't make any difference where you're at. It doesn't make any difference what sin has entered into your life that's crippled you and bound you. There's power in the name of Jesus, to release you from that sin. No matter what disappointments that you've gone through and disillusionments in life, God can answer every one of those disappointments and disillusionments, and he can deliver you, and he can speak this word into your spirit, and you can begin repenting right now where you're at. And and you might be with family, you might be with very special friends, and you might be listening to this live stream broadcast. And if you would just stop and have an altar call and begin to pray, begin to seek the Lord, you can get the Holy Ghost right now. Brother Tuttle, last night while I was preaching to the Eastgate Pentecostal Church in a live broadcast uh, online uh, I was preaching to them, and the Spirit of the Lord began to move. He told me after the thing was over, he said, people are praying through all over Viter. He said, I don't know what's happening here. My phone is blowing up. And, and he said, people are getting the Holy Ghost all over Viter. And, and he was telling me that God was really moving through all of this in their church. So God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. And God can give you the Holy Ghost. We're here today. We can meet you here at the church and you can be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ if your heart has been stirred by this word. It's time for you to start creating your own atmosphere with your words. It's time for you to start speaking what the word says about you. I am forgiven. I am delivered. I can receive this gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So what we're going to do is we're going to pray and we're going to repent right now all over Pensacola and everyone that is listening to this live stream broadcast. I want you to stop for just a moment now and I want you to pray and I want you to seek the face of God and I want you to ask the Lord to come into your heart and I want you to repent. I want you to say, God, my life's a mess. I'm disillusioned. I'm discouraged. I'm afraid, whatever the issue might be. Whatever sin in your life is holding you captive or habits that have destroyed you and brought you down to nothing, I want you to pray and seek the Lord. I want you to cry out to God right now where you're at, Father, forgive me. I repent of my sin. I want to get right with you. I want to see your glory manifested in my heart and life. I want to receive what your word has preached today when it felt like I was losing my grip on the Word and the promises of God, you have given me the confidence that I can. I can experience. I can receive the blessing of the Lord in my life. I can receive forgiveness of sins. Now, I know that repenting in itself is not enough. You must be baptized by immersion in water in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins in order to be free forever from the chains of those sins. And so you need to consider the matter. But before we consider that, I want you, if you would, just lift your hands wherever you might be because now God wants to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you've repented and you meant it in your heart, then that's all that is necessary for you to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And if you mint it in your heart, then God will fill you with his spirit and empower you to say no to temptation, no to the world. And you'll know you received the gift of the Holy Ghost when you speak with other tongues and the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. I've already heard of people that have gathered today in homes that are wanting the Holy Ghost, already heard about it today, that people are in their homes ready to receive the Holy Ghost. So now we're just going to lift our hands in praise him. I praise you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost come upon you. Let the Spirit of the Lord minister his grace to you. All of a sudden, you're going to want to speak words you don't understand Those of you that are here, our support staff, if you are in the state where you can, I want you to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Let that other tongue flow out of your mouth as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. There's an atmosphere of glory in this house. There's an atmosphere of glory in this place. But God is able to fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Call on Him. Believe it in His Word. It is the truth. It is the Word of God. It is what God has promised us in His Word. That is a promise of the Father. And He has come to fill you with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost. And He will help you. And He will strengthen you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will praise Him. I will bless Him. I will give Him glory. I will give him honor for the Holy Ghost that's being poured out. And some of you need to be renewed, even in your homes. It's been a while since you've been in church. But you need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. You know what it's about. You've received it before. You need a fresh touch and a fresh anointing to come upon you. You can allow the Holy Ghost to come on you once again. You've repented. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. But you need a refreshing in the Holy Ghost. Let God renew you in the Holy Ghost. And you can begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. Hallelujah! Just before we complete this broadcast this morning, I want to remind you of this powerful truth that you see, I believe God may have ordained this. Maybe he didn't create it, but he's allowed it, and he's done so because he wants to wake the church up and get us ready for the supernatural and for the harvest that's coming. And just maybe... We need to regain our trust and our faith in God that God can work in our homes just like he can work at the church. That doesn't exclude either one. It doesn't mean one is more than the other. It means that it all works together for the good of them that love God. But God wants us to have his glory in the home because that's a very important part who we are as Christians, and especially those of us who understand that God still pours out his Spirit. I hope that you receive the Holy Ghost today. I hope you're still praying and worshiping in your home, and I hope that God is blessing you in a very tremendous way. And, and I we love you, and we'll be here tonight at 6 p.m. Brother Bobby Wade will be preaching and speaking the Word, and we we're going ha- to have a great time tonight so tune in 6 p.m this evening and we will continue our virtual revival and of course it goes on next week wednesday thursday friday 7 p.m brother jerry jones brother daniel strobel and brother josh herring and then sunday morning at 11 a.m and then sunday p.m again at 6 p.m so remember that and and remember those announcements get that fresh word and let it bless you. We love you, and we'll see you tonight at 6 p.m. We hope you enjoyed this message. Please reach out to us if you have any questions. We can be found at firstpent.org. That's F-I-R-S-T-P-E-N-T dot org. If you're ever in Pensacola, Florida, we hope you visit us. Be blessed in Jesus' name.